right side, at least I won't have to make room for dating around my gaming schedule. That would suck. You just have to pick the right tool for the right job. And believe me, they're all tools. Yes, Blade is ready to partay. Oh, my mom dropped me off. Sorry I gave you ugly face. I sketched it on a gummy high. Guess my princess is in another castle. I'm about to ruin 72 cents worth of tater tots. Hey, guildies, this is Kenny, and you're listening to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. This is Companion Cast Season 4, Episode 5. So what do you guys think so far? It's been fantastic, huh? Can't believe we're almost halfway through this season already. Time is just flying, flying by. For today's Companion Cast, I have a bunch of interviews, as I always do. And uh, I also have something I think it's kind of special. I actually recorded some rehearsal between Robin and Brett, who play uh, Clara and Mr. Wiggly, or George. And uh, you can also hear Felicia in there. She's, I think, playing all the other characters. It's just a fun little behind-the-scenes moment. Uh, I don't have many of those, but I thought I would share this with you guys. Also, we're still looking to hear back from you guys. If you're enjoying the Companion Cast or any of our podcasts, please send your feedback to knightsofthegild at gmail.com. We love getting listener feedback. We also love to get reviews on iTunes. If you can take a, a moment and fill out a review on iTunes, what that does is it helps boost us up in the ratings. And so we're... we're prominent more so we're you know we'll we'll be on a featured page and just more people will be able to to see knights of the guild and we will get more listeners which is what we would love to spread this guildy love around so um if you can do that that would be great all right enough of me babbling let's go ahead and get started with this companion cast this is season four episode five i'm here with robin thorns Thorson. Come on, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I just asked her. <laughs> funny. Um, How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> Can't complain. Yeah, it's the first day of shooting. I know. Very exciting. Yeah. You were actually in the very first scene of the first day yes, of shooting. Yes, that's correct. So that's in episode five. Right. That's where uh, Wiggly comes in and tells you that you do have a job. You're mm-hmm. a mom. Right. I'm a mom, but I don't. I don't want to be a mom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, so you, yeah. So you were working with the, the kids again. Yeah. How'd that go? It went well. It went well. They're so much older. It's Aren't really they? funny. I know. Yeah. And they take direction really well. They and, really do. Yeah. Blake and Gabby. They're yeah. on it. They're yeah. on it. So we have a new crew this season. Mm-hmm. So how did that feel? You I know? hated it. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it was. It's nice. It's. It was. It was a lot of fun, and everyone. You know, it wasn't awkward or anything. Yeah. And there's no like, oh, hey, my name. You know? Yeah, yeah. So it was good. Cool. Yeah. I'm here with Brett Sheridan. He plays George, a.k.a. Mr. Wiggly. And uh, we are here live on the set of season four of The Guild. And uh, he just shot a few scenes from uh, episodes five and episode six. Yes. So uh, let's just talk about five really quick, because five actually had your son. Yes. In it. He yes. was uh, blindering up some Legos. Yes, another another uh, simulated dangerous act yes. performed by my son that nice. uh, could put me uh, in, uh, put him in child protective service. So, you know, well, but the, the blender was not plugged in, um, wasn't it, even close yeah, to it being. It is a sound effect, so yeah. they add to it. The blender, uh, you know. The blade? The blade was removed, so yes, oh, he was completely safe. And but they were having fun with it. Uh, Gabby uh, and Blake together were having fun uh, uh, 
with throwing the Legos in there. It was a, it was fun to watch. Yeah, and I know this is make believe that they shouldn't do this to real boys. Yes, yes, yes. That's that's. Uh, there's a lot of explaining that goes into uh, prior to doing these these dangerous type type scenes. At this point, before when they were kids, you know, little. <laughs> no problem. You know, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, but now it, it's it like, seemed like they took direction a lot better, too. Yeah, yeah. As they got older. They're both they becoming older, a yeah. couple little divas. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they're ready, and uh, my son actually knows, you know, when I say, I, I call it shoot the movie, I say we're going to go shoot the movie today, and he's really excited about it and, and, and couldn't wait to yeah. uh, do it. Great. Now, how, now, your very first scene that you shot was you just popping your head in, telling Clara that she does have a job. Yes. How do you feel that way? I nailed it. I, nailed I would, it? Yeah. How many times did you do it? Uh, no, I don't know if I nailed it. <laughs> I would say, you know, that was actually, you know, it was, it was the first shot of the season yeah. and first shot of the day. And so, you know, it took some getting into. It was kind of that first shot, um, yeah. let's figure everything out and let's get into our groove. So yeah. it did take a little longer. Um, you know, there was some camera issues here. Yeah, we have and that, a new crew. We have new so crew, you know, everybody getting together. But I'd say after that scene, you know, things were right, right on par again. Yeah. I'm thinking for when you say that you and Tink seem to get along, you're trying to yeah. boost your spirits, but it kind of just comes to you then. It's like, oh, for example, yeah, you, and you and Tink. seem to have a great business online. I mean, isn't that enough? Yeah. Uh, I am here with Greg Aronowitz, and as you saw in the episode, that wonderfully creepy w- w- wig warmer, uh, Greg actually created that from scratch, his own concept. And uh, we're here to talk about it. So uh, obviously this was in the script, but all of a sudden it was a wig warmer and it was kind of freaky. So how did you come up with the whole concept and idea of it? Well, I guess I guess it's in the script. Like here's a crazy thing. Um, uh, Kim sent me an earlier version of the script like weeks and weeks ago. And there were a couple things I was working on. Uh, and I just went to those parts and like read everything that was relevant. I didn't have time to read the whole thing because, uh, you know, Felicia, your your entertainment <laughs> goddess, basically wrote a longer than feature length script yeah. of entertainment for for all the fans. So you know, you should uh, love her and thank her for that because most people are like, you know, what's the shortest point that we can, you know, what's the shortest path we can take? Yep. Um, and. Uh, you know, I just got off this other show. Uh, you may have heard of it called Legend of Neil. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't have time to read the entire thing. And to be honest, it's crazy because I probably have in my hands like the hottest piece of independent web literature <laughs> out there. And, you know, people are like, oh, my God, I'd read that in an instant. I just uh-huh. haven't had time. So I have no idea um, really how this thing plays. or, But that kind of fell into my hands because um, 
Tyler, the production designer, uh, lives up north, and he came down, and um, there was just so much. For, he was going to handle that, and there were, there was just so much going on. He had a week of prep, so he was like, "Hey, you know, I know you just got off that other show, and you got a bunch of stuff to do, but would you mind? Could could you put this together?" And he said, "It's um, a wig warmer." And I'm like, I don't really know what that is. And he's like, yeah, I guess they exist. It's just something like a, uh, you know, a metal head that you'd put a wig on. So, you know, and, uh, and he said it would be like from the sixties or the seventies and it would, it belonged to Cher. And he said, uh, but it's supposed to be kind of creepy and basically same thing, kind of like three days till till it shot like well at first it was like hey can you can you build this i'm like yeah no problem That's, and then later that day i got a call and i'm like oh i think it plays early on in the schedule and then the next day i got a call oh this plays in two days mm-hmm. i'm like like today cool <laughs> and yeah and i think it actually plays today in yep. our physical reality yep. um so uh but that was that was the parameters, and then you know, and that's what I love working on this stuff because it's kind of like, well, you know, this is what it has to do, and you know, these are the required things, and then anything Very else is just details, yeah, yeah, whatever so whatever you can do. It. And um, so I went and, and got a a wig head, which is those styrofoam heads that they put wigs on, mm-hmm. and you know, they actually sell like super generic ones that just kind of look like white thumb you know <laughs> you know like and and then they have like crazy detailed mannequin ones yeah. and there's this wide variety so i got one that was kind of in the middle not too detailed but not very bland and i coated it with um a urethane to make it stiff mm-hmm. and um kind of sanded it down to make it smooth because i wanted it to be metal there was a lamp i don't know if you ever remember when you were over here but there was a one of these crazy lamps around that um when you touch it it lights up like you touch it five mm-hmm. times for full brightness. I hated that thing, especially because I always have it near my desk, and the dogs would come and step on it, it and turn the lights <laughs> up. But it had this really cool kind of like uh, 1940s um, stamped tin base, uh-huh. and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to use that." So I destroyed that lamp, and, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I took the base off, and I took the cord, and um, and then. Uh, uh, Brian actually went to this place called what Electronic City? Hollywood. All electronics, yeah. Uh, all electronics in um, in in Van Nuys, and they have like all this vintage, like old lights mm-hmm. and buttons and everything. And he found some like old. Um, they look like they'd be like lamp covers on a computer. They're just kind of like red and have a pattern. And they look like miniature like nineteen fifties. Cadillac taillights, you know, and that's what we put in the eyes, and um, and then I had some gemstones left over for some of the treasure from Legend of Neil, and I just glued that all around it. Don't tell Sandeep, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're just leftovers, and um, we glued it all around, and yeah. No, that. no. Why the web, the mouth? Um, because. That's I was creepy. Yeah. Well, number one, because that seemed like the main requirement was that it had to be creepy. And I, even though I hadn't read the script, like I just, I feel like I know Felicia's sense of humor mm-hmm. enough that I, you know, when she says creepy or like, you know, there's there's definitely an aesthetic that she was going for, and I wanted it to be, I wanted it to unnerve people, like, but in a funny kind of way, like it's, yeah. it's, you know, and um, just thinking to the period when it would have been made, actually, kind of like. 
a little earlier, maybe like 50s, you know, like if it was a relic that Cher had picked mm-hmm. up, you know. Um, they did a lot of uh, like technology wasn't that sophisticated. So they had a lot of like copper wire coils for heating and you would need vents for the air to, you know, sense. for cooling. Yeah. And what I tried to do is make it to go with the creepiness, like put the vents and the knobs and everything in places, not where they would be um, practical for use, but what that would kind of complete the idea of this being like a Terminator skull type thing. So I vented the mouth so that there was a lip shape, but mm-hmm. it also kind of looks like fangs or teeth <laughs> or, or um, uh, Silence of the Lambs. You know? <laughs> and then um, I made out of some stuff from KitCraft two um, uh, dials that look like old like 1950s oven mm-hmm. dials and put those in, in as the, the ears, ears. Yeah. and which gave a kind of a metropolis-y yeah, kind of... that's what you I know. thought. When I first saw it, that's what I thought, yeah. So, and actually, Brian keeps calling it the robot, you know, he's like, it's a robot. <laughs> Did you actually think we were making a robot head? Yeah, I think that's what you told it. You mentioned a robot head. No, oh, did I say it? Some I point think you mentioned <laughs> robot head, so I just <laughs> That's funny, because I was like, why is he calling it a robot <laughs> But it was, uh, yeah, but it has a robot kind of feel. And, yeah. But I took it to set yesterday, and uh, yeah, everyone was thoroughly yeah. freaked yeah, out. Yeah, I it. So... <laughs> I will read the script before the season's over. So, well, especially I kind of have to now because every day, uh, extra little things are getting thrown at me, which you is super sure great. Yeah, you gotta make but, sure you're updated. Script. Yeah, but there <laughs> it's been cut down too. It's not that long anymore. Yeah, well, that was the other thing. I went to read it the other night, and then I said, "Wow, this is an old version." Yeah. Of that, you know, so major changes. But every day, some people call me like, "Yeah, you know the scene where such and such happens," <laughs> and because could you, you know, could you just do it? And I'm like. Ooh, sure. I don't know. I got to read this thing. So. Cool. All right, I'm here with Kim Evie, and we're here talking about episode five. Uh, okay, so let's just talk really quick. It pretty much is just a continuing continuation of Codex getting a job. Yeah, there's a lot of setup in this episode, yeah. I think, and a lot of seeing a lot of people for the first time and. Um, or I guess not for the first time, but it's kind of a little more in-depth look. It's leading to where, yeah, where yeah. the story is actually going. Yeah. So this is the first time we've seen Wiggly back. Isn't yes, that it is. That's right. The first so. time. So it was nice to have uh, brought back. Yes. Always nice. And the and the children's. Yes. Who now, are yeah. <laughs> growing magically. Getting, yeah. Exponentially. In a two weeks yeah. of the time. Yeah. They're getting a lot bigger. But I also noticed that they're taking direction a lot better also. Yeah, absolutely, because especially Blake, you know, I mean, he has acquired language skills in the two years that we've been doing the guild, so, yeah. you know, you can actually say, hey, Blakey, say say this or do that, and he'll, he does it now. He does so, it, yeah, with no problems, yeah. which is pretty great. Yeah, so he's basically the age now, I think, that Gabby was when we first wow. started, so if you remember... That's crazy, yeah. I, I think... You know, if you remember in the first season, um, Gabby had that moment with the bag yeah. where she had to drop the bag after uh, Tink brought the babies back to the <laughs> restaurant and then she ran away. And yep. So it was about, she might have been a little bit older, but. Not much. Not much, yeah. Wow, wow, that's great. And uh, let's see what else happened in this episode. Ooh, let's talk about the wonderful uh, wig holder that, uh, <laughs> that uh, we have. That Zabu is using. Yeah. Well, Greg Aronowitz uh, made that specially because it had a backstory that has since been cut from, I believe, kind of everything. So that wig warmer was <laughs> supposed to have been uh, shares. 
Yes. And uh, it's supposed it does plug in, and then the eyes glow red when it gets hot. Yeah. So that's the. Did, yeah, maybe that's what Greg, Greg talks said. about. It. Yeah, he okay. does talk about it. But it was a great prop. I mean, it was so cool looking. Yeah, and it, it, it will show up again. Yeah, it does. It does show up here again. and there. But. Yeah, so it's just not sort of the, the featured article that it once was. That but it once was at one time. It's weird how when you have a prop like a wig warmer that it actually does come <laughs> in handy warmer. for many many uses <laughs> that you wouldn't really think yeah. that you know because in later scenes it was just like oh well let's put the wig warmer yeah. here that makes sense. <laughs> Now, where did the wig come from? Do you know the redhead wig? Is I, that actually Felicia's? Or did I think they it buy is Felicia's. No, I think she had it. I don't know why <laughs> she has a red wig. That's kind of weird. But I think it's hers, so I don't understand. <laughs> so he was really braiding. But did someone braid that for him? No, I think he really did it. Did he really do it? Yeah. Wow. But, you know, it's a basic braid. Although, I don't know. Was it a fishtail braid? Or I don't know. It? I'm not an expert on braids. So I'll have to go back and look. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> Brush up on your braid research. <laughs> uh, another one was um, having VG back. She showed up sl- uh, like for a really quick, which was a great scene, by the way, in uh, episode four. I love when she grabs that knife out to cut her cake. It's just kind of, you don't know what she's going to do. She's kind of sinister with it. Yes, and that's sort of the foreshadowing of the whole, you know, season with her. We just are not really sure yeah. what she's going to do. And now so, she showed up. And suddenly she's here. And, you know, so the big question is... Why? What's her motive? Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. That, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else happened in this episode? Um, we had more inappropriate babies with oh, uh, yes. a blender this time. <laughs> so. For- yeah, and there is a shot of him putting his hand in the blender because I know. <laughs> That I was there when he told Blake to put his hand, and Blake was like, "No problem, put my hand in that blender." Yep. But yep. I didn't make it to the cut. Uh, Maybe it was a little too much. I'm sure. I'm sure. I just to let you know the blender wasn't plugged in. That's, that's the sound effects. Uh, yeah. It's not really going when they're playing with it. <laughs> we, we we wouldn't really after the the you know putting them in the cage. Baby cage that's fiasco, where yeah. we decided maybe you know. <laughs> go easier on the babies although now they're totally game for anything now they probably would like you know yeah be happy to crawl in again yeah and well, you know we're still missing the third baby <laughs> do you think we'll ever see her again or uh do- that's a pretty funny idea that she just sort of pop up i i think that we just sort of lost her lost. along the way okay. you know that just sort of like you can think of season one two as like the, the pilot <laughs> pilot season and then it went away doesn't that happen in, it does in especially soap operas okay soap operas you have kids they're like 11 year old and the next thing you know they want to use them so they make them 23 so they can have romances and you're like what happened wow so yeah they well do. that's what we'll do the next season that's then. right she'll well. be like a teenager she'll walking in yeah <laughs> that yeah that would be funny yeah they'll both be entering college and it'll that's really funny. That's right. Oh. Uh, yeah, and so, and then we also see more of Ollie, which, uh, which is my fantastic. God, Frank is so, so, so funny. Um, that was I great. will say, I will say that I do believe that there were many, many things tried at the end of that hook to see like what was the funniest thing that uh-huh. he could have on the end of his hook and the most That's ridiculous. Cool. Maybe we'll see some of them in the blooper reel. Oh, uh, maybe, or maybe just make sure you ask Sean because I know that he'll. I, th- I like. I believe like they tried a banana yeah. and then they tried, <laughs> you know, just sort of random things yeah. like paper and. But the apple was just kind of the funniest. That's funny, yeah. yeah. And the music works too. Yeah. They come up and then they do it all over again, and she makes the same reaction. 
Yeah. Which is hilarious. Yeah. So. Cool. All right. So uh, I guess that's good. That's all I got. Thanks for chatting with me. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) This is Vince. I play Blades on the Guild, and you are live on the set of season four. Yes. What did you think of that? Uh, I thought it was odd. I've never heard of a web warmer ever. I didn't know such a thing exists. Like you're warming up, like you're warming up uh, a wig. I don't understand the reason to warm a wig, but but it's fine. It seems like a crazy. And what did you think of the design, the look of it? I thought it was it was fine. It was a good. It was somebody did a very good job on designing it. Uh, And it was funny as I had never seen it when it was bald because he took it off once. And it was very scary. I think any kind of a wig warmer is a very scary thing to see in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Here with the director, Sean Becker. It is day one, and we've done uh, several shots already. I just want to go over some of the details with him. First shot of the day was Clara and Wiggly, and uh, Wiggly telling him, telling Clara that she has the best job in the world being a mom. How'd that uh, first shoot go? Uh, It was really fun. That's actually one of the shots I was looking forward to doing today because anything that involves the kids um, in concept is usually, uh, you think it'd be fun. Um, But it's funny because this is the third season and we were joking around about it today that, uh, you know, in the whole scheme of things, like if you take seasons one through four of the guild, it's maybe like, what, a month? And yet Clara's kids have aged three years. Um I mean, even if you look at, you know, the, I think the characters look younger too in previous episodes, but we're going from, like, baby to, like, to kid. I mean, everyone even, we still refer to them as the babies, and Brett at one point went, I guess three years old is still a baby. <laughs> uh, it was funny because we did a reveal. Um, basically, it was a wide shot on both Clara and Wiggly, and when he gestures, you have the best job in the world, we pan over and we see all the kids, which was always the concept I had in mind. But the problem was is that, um, we weren't able, like, you can't really tell it's the blender on the floor. So I had not planned to do an insert of that, but we ended up doing an insert of just the kids and the blender. And it's going to yeah. be much funnier because I was able to have the kids play with the blender and, and give them directions and yeah. stuff. So they're able to shake the blender. That's what was great with the kids is they actually took directions. They, they, yeah, they're old Even enough now. Blake took, you know. Yeah, exactly. He grabbed the top of it. He grabbed the top of that blender. And I'm shouting from another room <laughs> over at them because we, how we did it in previous seasons was... Um, I would talk to his father, Leaf, or Brett would get in there, or her father, Leaf, for Gabby, and then mm-hmm. Brett's um, son is Blake. Uh, they would be the ones giving direction mm-hmm. because they wouldn't listen to me. But now, yeah, I was able to actually like, direct them like like actors, and yeah. so it was it was great because we got great reactions from them, and you'll yeah. see in the episode. Uh, but once again, that's something that kind of like we just improvise on the spot and said, let's get this shot, and now the scene is completely different than I had planned, but I think it's going to be better. Better for it, yeah. So we shot. Our, we just finished up with Brett Sheridan, who shot a scene as Wiggly. Um, it was so funny. He's been here for four hours, and he shot <laughs> literally for maybe ten minutes, I yeah. think. But yeah, I mean, he was great. We are at the barnyard, and we are shooting the office scenes, uh, or always office scenes at Cheesy Beards. And uh, how did today go? Today went great. We it was our first day at Cheesy Beards office, so I worked with. Um, it was Codex. Um, Blades and Ollie, and we shot all of their scenes together. And Greg Ronowitz built us a set inside of his house that was uh, Ollie's office, and it was it was it's our first actually like official set, I, I'd say. It's not some, well, I guess it's still someone's room. 
it's still someone's room. It wasn't like on a soundstage, yeah. so we, we still had the, all the restrictions of all the other rooms, but it was a set that was built for us, yeah. you know. Um, which actually, you know, na- actually narrowed down the the square footage of his room. Um, but it was the first actual like set we we've had that wasn't just someone's bedroom that that we dressed up. Yeah, it was all it was it, it's his living room. Yeah, or I guess that's not really his living room. It's more his work area. I think his whole house is his work area. Yeah, it's supposed to be a living room. But what what would be a, a living room normally? All his office. Yes. Uh, did everything go as planned? Yeah, everything did. We had it was just all the scenes. Our goal was to shoot all the scenes out, and that was exactly what we did. Um, and we also got we had a lot of chances today to kind of work on some scenes and add some jokes and add some beats and add some moments. Um, and if something wasn't really working as planned, we'd make an adjustment. We just wanted to make these scenes as funny as possible. And then you know the whole dynamic of Vince just not caring and not giving a crap about his job. But we got to add some funny little bits in the in the season. You know, blades sprinkling pepper on Codex. And blades with the toilet paper roll and unraveling it during the scene. I don't know if you saw any of that. No, stuff. I didn't see any of that yesterday. Um, but that was all really fun. But no, everyone was great. I mean, the, the scenes are a lot of fun to shoot because I can see actors bouncing off each other, and mm-hmm. rather than like someone reading off camera. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, it was great. Everything went as it went as planned, and um, no additions, no script changes. I don't think any, nothing major. It was just like jokes here and there. Yeah, but nothing. No, we were pretty much on, on script, I think. Like, it, all the scenes played out nicely. Nice. Today went great. It was actually the easiest day of the entire shoot because we didn't have a lot. We, it was all webcam stuff, you know. So basically the way you see the show is like we have kind of our side exterior shot and then they're looking into camera POV yeah. shot. So we did a um, Codex webcams, um, which are the bits at the top of the episodes where she's talking to her webcam. We did, I believe we did four or five of those today. I can't even remember now. It's been a long week. <laughs> And um, then we shot some stuff with blades. Um, yeah, it was it was a pretty natural day. But we just shot some more scenes for episode five, and this one this involved um, Sandeep and Jeff. Were there any uh, difficult scenes to shoot? Did you guys do multiple takes on some and change things? Yeah, with those guys they added. we actually changed an entire scene at one point. It was um, it was for the better, but we there was one scene that just wasn't working, and so we actually like had or we just wanted to make it tighter. Felt it was too long, so um, Fleetcha actually rewrote a scene on set today. Can you, can you tell us what that scene initially was, and then what it became? Uh, the scene is, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't so much that we we had rewritten it completely, but we definitely toned it down. It was when Zabu gets a message from his mom. Mm-hmm. We had just changed it to something a little more more simple. Uh, mm-hmm. We changed it to a, a text message, but then that changed some dialogue in that scene as well. Oh, so he changed it instead of a voice message. Yeah, it was, it was a voice message. message. It was now a text message, and he just a quick little mention of like I've been in contact with my mom and yeah. And this is what oh, she okay, said. So it's like an ongoing. He's been talking to her because initially wasn't it like. She she called up the message and he freaks out over it. Mm-hmm. So now he gets gets a text message. Well, they've been texting back and forth. It's basically his way of like, hey, I'm giving my mom texting contact, and that's all I got to do. And yeah. then she shows up. And so uh, yeah, so no, it was fun to make that little adjustment. It, we feel it's for the better, but mm-hmm. and it wasn't even that difficult. We just had to change a few things here and there. Yeah, that was one that once we shot it was fine, but it was just. It's so funny. It's like that, and then I don't know if I talked about the urine joke. We spent like a good probably twenty minutes on just what who should pull out the bottle of urine and put it on the desk. Um, 
And we'll, I mean, but it's all because we want to make sure it's the best it can be. We don't ever want to compromise anything or just shoots me. Like everything's got to be justified, you yeah, know. So. Yeah. All right, let's talk about episode five of season four. Uh, just kind of give an overview of, of that one. Yeah, episode five. You know, uh, as we're editing this episode, it's I really love this episode. This is an old school guild episode. Yeah. Because everybody's at their computers the whole time. I love that. Yeah, and I uh, this is the hardest. The hardest and the easiest. It's just hard to set up scenarios, and it takes a while. I think it takes a lot of setup to get there where you have everybody's agendas on the table. And this episode just rolls. It just really rolls. And everybody's just so good at their part in this episode, I think. Um, you know, Codex has kind of left the Fox thing. Mm-hmm. And we see her in a Cheesy Beard shirt, which is so funny to me. <laughs> and seeing her, like, I mean, to me, like, Codex is not qualified. And she knows she's not qualified. And she's... You know, not being paid up for upfront for this job, but she has a computer yeah. to use, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, as long as she can game. Yeah, and just seeing her in the office is so weird to me. Uh, I love it. I really do love it. And just the fact that Blades is so mad at her, we're setting up kind of a tension between those two characters because he's pissed off because he has to flip burgers, and why what, can't he have the job? Yeah, like he helped. So, so like I'm sure in Blades' mind, he's pissed off. I'm never going to help anybody, anybody again. Yeah. And then we see, like, a little bit of, you know, Ollie in the, at the very end with the apple on the hook. And that, okay, so that little sequence, Sean cut, you know, he was like, I think this is crazy edit, but it makes me laugh, where he holds out the, the, the uh, he, it feels like a sitcom in that room. It, it feels like so bizarro world, but it fits for some reason. It feels like a place that Codex would get caught up in. It's yeah. just, like, bizarro. Yeah. So Ollie has his hook, and he's threatening her, but he's got an apple stuck on the end of it. <laughs> and then he takes it off, and I look kind of skeptical, and he takes it off, and then he holds the hook back up, and then I look frightened. And it's so, like, it's so not real. Like, it's so crazy. But it makes me laugh so hard. I was like, Sean, we got to keep it. I don't care if it, if it makes me laugh. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta stay. Yeah. So it feels like a sitcom in that room, and it's almost like they're in a separate world. So yeah. I love that aspect of it, and we see more of that as the season goes on. Hopefully, uh, oh yeah, and um, and then oh, we see Claire get the idea that uh, from Wiggly. Mm-hmm. So we see Wiggly. So uh, yep. Brett comes back, and the babies are back. The babies, two of them. Two of them with the blender, <laughs> which is like so. That yes funniest gag ever and they're great the babies are so good at taking they're not babies anymore they're like toddlers okay now. so basically yes but they're so good they were yeah. they hit their stride man those babies Everything. are the best actors yes. they hit their put your, marks put your hand in the blender yeah Blake put his hand in the blender it was amazing They. it's so and you know it's been variable every time we work with kids yeah. you never know what they're going to turn out and they were they were like better than some of the main actors no, I'm just kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, so we have that, and, the, and then I just love my favorite line in this episode is, um, "You get to buy domain names. You're such a jet setter now." Like Claire is jealous of you having a job, but she's like obviously would never want to work. Like she's yeah. so it's so funny to me that she would be jealous of me to have a job. Like that dynamic makes it. me yeah. laugh so hard. <laughs> and then um, just the fact that uh, that Vork is being you know wedged more and more into the corner because he just cannot keep up with the girls because they're exploiting. They're, uh, you know, they're exploring their sexuality. That's right. So that just makes me laugh a lot. And then, um, and then, you know, Zabu has this weird wig warmer thing. Now that, now it's a very subtle thing and we don't really see it, but there's just, I would say the Easter egg there is to look and see what's under that wig. And that's a wig I had for some reason. Like, why would I have a wig the same color as my hair? Because I had it when I cut my hair off. Oh, okay. And it's terrible. My cat peed on that wig and I had to throw it out after we the shoot. Oh, really? Because I left it on the table, so I had to throw it away. Because I was like, can't pee on a wig. That's definitely qualifies for getting rid of it. Um, <laughs> so, but just the fact 
the the the, the braiding hair. Like he sends this such a quest, like an earnest quest to be my best friend, and like he's becoming like a little effeminate. I it just makes it. me laugh <laughs> so hard. Yeah, because he he's the kind of guy who's never going to do something fifty percent. He's a hundred percent or nothing. Yep. So that may, and then uh, we see the cliffhanger, which is very funny. Um, of uh, VG showing up at the door. So, and I didn't know this because I wasn't there when they were shooting this part, but just the, uh, just the, the opening of the, the very end where Vort comes at her with the taser, like he's overhanding it. Yeah. So he's going to tase her and it's just the funniest posture. Like he looks like he's going to kill her. <laughs> like I'm, he's ready to tase. I, why, why it's so funny? I don't know. It's just so Vork. He's yeah. just, and then Zabu comes out and I didn't see this improv either where he's like, go ahead, taser, taser, uh, turn the taser on. Like, it's total improv at the end, but, you know, you can always count on Sandeep to add that little extra yeah. Yeah. sarcasm. So, I would say, yeah, it's, it's you know, we've gone a lot, there's been a little twist and turns up until this point, but episode five is really a group, one of those guild episodes that's in the groove. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I hope people laugh as much as I do. Great. Well, thanks for chatting with us. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this companion cast. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this episode. You know, it, it definitely pushes the story forward. I, uh, of course, loved Avanashi, or VG is her real name. Um, she is one of the sweetest people in this entire planet. She's wonderful. And uh, I was so excited that they were bringing her back. Another cool thing is the wig that he was he was um, braiding. Yeah, because Felicia brought it back when they were done shooting with it. Brought it back to where production was. And, uh, of course, I had to try it on. Uh, I think several of us tried it on, and they got a picture of me wearing it. And um, it's very scary. Uh, I, I can say I don't look good as a redhead. Uh, I'll have to post that picture up somewhere. Uh, I'll probably do it on our blog or one of our Knights of the... I'll probably do Knights of Guild um, TwitPic account. Uh, but yeah, it's hilarious. It's so funny. And it's very frightening. But uh, uh, I'll, I'll share that with you guys. Uh, I even have Felicia wearing it. Which is kind of funny because she already has the red hair. But then she puts on the red wig also. But anyways, back to the podcast. I've also picked up several uh, new listeners, which is always wonderful. And hopefully you guys are going back and listening to our regular podcasts, our mini-casts, and our micro-casts. Uh, those are just as fun. We know we have special interviews with cast members and crew members and, and fans. Um, we have a great time on those podcasts. We, uh, my co-host, Jimmy, and myself, of course, uh, really enjoy doing those regular podcasts. We've had record numbers on our downloads which is fantastic we have uh i think in the month of july we did ten thousand downloads which is huge for us we're we roughly around six thousand so since the companion cast we've added quite a bit and hopefully our numbers will just continue to grow i mean right now it's just a small percentage of guild fans who actually know that the guild has an official podcast so just getting the word out there you know, would help us immensely. Just spread the word. If you know people who love the Guild and they like listening to podcasts, suggest Knights of the Guild. That would be great. So I guess that's going to do it for this companion cast. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. But before I go, always remember... In addition, I haven't left this chair in two days. Ah, it's because you've been pounding energy drinks. That's urine. Ah. From my penis. (laughs) 
Copyright info. Knights of the Guild has a Creative Commons attribution. Non-commercial. No derivative works. 3.0. There's a decimal in there. United States license. All rights reserved. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs>